Awesome. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. My next guest, Kevin Frazier and Michelle Turner, are back on Entertainment Tonight after being away six months remotely. I've been watching y'all on that small screen. Entertainment <laughs> Tonight is the number one entertainment news magazine on television, really the world. Four million viewers daily, and the show won its fifth Emmy Award this year. Nice. Kevin and Michelle on the show discuss being on the 40th season milestone. Wow. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, my man, Kevin Frazier, my girl, Nichelle Turner. Hi, Rashawn. What's, what's, what's going what's on? Well, you know, it's, it's really cool because, uh, you know, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Uh-huh. So uh, I can remember when entertainment came on and Mary Hart was just, it was like, a, it was like, it was something new. Now, everybody is doing some form, especially with social media, some form of entertainment. And then to see, you know, let's be honest, two African-American leads on this show. That plays a significant role in how we look at television. And when I say we are talking people of color, talk about that. Well, I was going to say that, you know, each and every day it is kind of a privilege to you look across and you look at that person and you're like, okay, we get it. And as you can see, like we spend in an inordinate amount of time together, even yeah, when right. we're not on camera. I mean, <laughs> Michelle, my office is right next door. Right, so. Literally through the wall. <laughs> and, and Nichelle's also an, a crazy, amazing cook. So she usually brings in food. But, um, you know, it is I, I feel so blessed and lucky to be able to look over and see someone who I can identify with so much yeah. and also someone who has no problem keeping me in check. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Same here. Because we battle. Mm-hmm. We battle behind yeah. the scenes. But it's all like to lift one another up and to have each other raise our gains because make no mistake about it, Rashawn. I mean, you do see two people of color, you know, on this show. And as you said, like the leads of this show, I mean, Kevin officially is the host. I just kind of try to ride his coattail sometimes, but, but make no mistake about it. Like (laughs) we get the weight that that is. And as blessed as we are to be doing it, I mean, there's a weight to represent, um, because, uh, you know, like people always say, if, if a kid can't see it, they can't believe it. So the fact that it's Kevin and myself every single day showing these young folks, these young brown and black folks, like what right. they can be and what they can aspire to. I mean, it means the world to me, the world. Kevin, Kevin just got his. See, Kevin has an assistant. <laughs> Nichelle goes and walks to the smoothie shop herself. Well, but, you, you, you stay in shape that way. So it's all good. Evan has good. folks bringing him a whole sandwich that's toasted. This is warm. Oh, this that's is good. nice. He is the uh, host, as you said. You said that earlier. So he's representing. He's, he's, representing. he's She got jokes. She got jokes. She got jokes. She knows who carries the weight around here. <laughs> There's nobody in this building who will get after from- Kevin Frazier like that woman right there. That is true. Well, when you look and, at the, you know it's year. serious, Rashawn, when he says... Can I just tell you something? So if he says that within this interview, you know you're about to get some kind of mansplaining craziness going on. There you go. There it is. There it is. Well, 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 with the pandemic. Yeah. Changing the whole landscape because nobody was ready for that. I thought maybe a month, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I said my staff, they, we've been Zooming still and I, I, I purchased the building in Atlanta, but I'm, I'm getting it COVID safe. So I bring my staff back in. So it's that whole mentality, how you look at it. Even though you guys were a studio show, how did it really, because when you went to the small screen, trying to make it interesting, trying to get the celebrities to come on, 
with you, Kevin, how did that work with you? What was the most uncomfortable part of that? It was a lot because you're at home and you're shooting the show and you're shooting the show, of course, with your family walking around. Like my children at first were like, oh, daddy's doing the show. And then they were just like, my man, I, I got to leave the room again. And so it became a whole thing of kind of shooting and dodging them and yelling, everybody be quiet. But it was kind of cool because I think with celebrities and I mean, with Nichelle, too, because here's the crazy thing. At least thing. you had a home. I right, that's what home. I was just about to say. <laughs> Nichelle was homeless when this first happened because her home was being finished. She just built this wow. new house. So mm-hmm. she was homeless. I was and, living in a hotel for yes, the first mm-hmm. two months. And, of this. and then finally moved into her house. But it was a new house. So it wasn't really all set up. So getting it all set up and everything ready was a real challenge for her. Uh-huh. I carry around an, a crazy amount of technology with me at yeah. all times. So I had cameras and stuff that I couldn't wait to use and justify using. But I think it was also cool because you got to look inside our lives. Yeah. I think you got to look right. inside in Michelle's lives and my life. Like, oh, you're at home. Oh, you're, oh, that's what's behind you. Oh, that's what's right. in your living room. That's what's in your office. Yeah, I think that it actually um, let celebrities' guards down a little bit, being yeah. at home. And I think that we've done some of the best work, best interviews that we've ever done during this pandemic because I felt like it was easier for me to just be conversational. It's like we're all, it, it kind of levels the playing field a little bit because, like, we all sitting in our living room on a bad, you know, Wi-Fi connection, um, right. just all trying to make it work. And so it kind of levels the playing field. So you come into it a little bit differently than you do when you're, you know, going into a hotel, sitting down together or. And you're you all know, fancy and dressed right, up you're all and everything. Fancy. Like I'm wearing my slippers, honey. And the, the FedEx man might come knock on the door. So I'm just warning you ahead In of time. In the middle of it, right. Right. And, and that happened lots of times. So yes, I, I thought, I think that it actually, um, was a a help to us. And I think that it helped my interviewing style a lot Mm -hmm. because I just became much more relaxed, I think. But that's who you are naturally. You're, Michelle's a very like, I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to talk to you very straight. That's true. I'm I'm not cutting any, like I'm a massager. (laughs) She's like a get right Right. to the facts. (laughs) Part of that (laughs) is, you know, her news, she still works for CNN. So Michelle is still like, cutting edge journalists. So you will see her on CNN and entertainment tonight. But I feel like, you know, uh, Kevin, Kevin is like, I always tell him there. I don't know anybody in this world whose hustle is harder than this one right here. And like when he's on his game, he's unmatched. He's the best entertainment host in the business. And don't ever tell anybody I said that. Right, because that's a a one moment thing. She's just saying that now. Ain't never going to hear it again, Rashawn. (laughs) He's the best entertainment host in this business. He truly is. He truly is. Well, no, here's an interesting thing about it. Because this whole year has been so crazy with entertainment. You had the pandemic. And then you had the civil unrest. And and that's that's why this interview was interesting for me to be a part of and talk to you about. Because you guys played it out. Right in front of us. You saw yes, yes. the pandemic hit and then you saw the civil unrest hit. And then you, you're seeing actors Broadway shut down. You're seeing movie theaters. California still shut down. A lot oh, of ways it shut down. How? But you remain calm. Like, Michelle, you have a brilliant smile. Your eyes are active. You know what I'm saying? And you guys play your roles correctly because 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 of Kevin, you're stoic. You're that professional guy. You know, you lead, you have a lead your personality. So. But still, how did when when the let's walk me through these steps? The pandemic hit. 
then George Floyd. And where were you guys at emotionally? Oh, I was still broken. Doing your job. I'm not even going to lie. I was broken. It was it was it was and still is tough. I mean, you know, we're we're taught and I don't know if you felt this way, Kev, um, because he is unflappable in a lot of ways. But we are taught, you know, as journalists and we're both journalists to be mm-hmm. right down the middle. You know, you don't want to be you want to appear unbiased. You want to just give people the facts. But when a situation like what happened this summer with the Black Lives Matter movement and the the murder of George, I'm going to just going to call it what it was, the murder of George Floyd and everything that was surrounded that Ahmaud Arbery, you know, the the rise up again with Breonna Taylor. So many things. Um, If we acted like that didn't affect us, we were being we'd be liars. You know, Mm -hmm. we are black folks Mm -hmm. first and Mm -hmm. foremost. And I know I've had experiences, um, you know, with racism and then and 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 inequality also in the workplace that it gave me um, an opportunity to have a voice that I probably wouldn't have spoken up and spoken out about things. Right. So for me, I I did a lot of healing. I remember I was doing an interview with. with Portia Williams, this was right in the beginning of things. I was doing an interview about her decision to step up and start uh, protesting and start really using her voice and her platform. And I broke down crying in the middle of the interview. And it just, cause I couldn't, you know, it was, but, ju- I, I couldn't do it anymore because I, I couldn't keep it together. And well, Rashawn, here's what you have to understand about the whole situation. Right. Months before that, a few months before that, Michelle went to do an interview um, with Oprah. Right? Yeah, it was with Oprah and Oprah Michael B. Jordan. And Michael B. Jordan at the Netflix building. And as she came out, um, she had this beautiful convertible and these guys cut her off and, you know, she honked at them. And when they came to the stoplight, one of the guys got out, wow. called her the N word, spit mm-hmm. on her yeah, and then drove off. And so, Tensions were already high here because when she came back, we was like, "Let's go find these." You right. know, your first reaction is like, "Well, let's I go think out." I called you that night, though. You it was called me that night, night when it happened. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Where are you? Let's go find these dudes and let's go get them." You know, because that's your natural reaction. But then, you know, you have to calm down. But what settles yeah. in on you is the heaviness of what happened and what occurred because you have someone who is at the highest point of her career, mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. who is a professional who is beautiful, who has done all these things and all these accomplishments. And you still can't escape the fact that you get into your car, your hundred thousand dollar car and mm-hmm. someone gets out and spits on you and calls you the M word. And then, try, right. and, you know, it reduces you to a, a certain place that you never want to think it can, but it does. Right. And so like through that, I mean, you know, people look at, at both Kevin and myself and, what level of success we have achieved and it's wonderful and we're both blessed for it. But we also do a lot of like fighting and crusading and behind the scenes of really trying to make a difference in our little point, you know, corner of the world Mm -hmm. to make, you know, change in our, what our newsrooms look like, the coverage that we do, the content that you see on TV. Those are, you know, 
things that we work on every single day. Yeah. So it's an ongoing effort, you know, it's on, and people don't see that a lot of times. I, I had some people yeah. say to me, well, what have you ever done for your community? Well, first of all, don't ever question what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't, don't ever, y'all. Please. Don't play them reindeer games. Right, right. But, you know, I want my respect. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to Kevin today. I want my respect. That was my LeBron moment. Mm-hmm. But, um, but no, like, so it's still every day, you know, um, Rashawn, it's a, it's a battle. It's a battle, but it's a battle that both of us in talking to each other say, we're ready for this. Yeah. We've got the shoulders for it. And I mean, mm-hmm. Kevin is the leader of us here. So we kind of all take direction for him. And he's a fighter. Mm-hmm. Oaks of color. I mean, he just <laughs> is. You know, you that's what. Him- she. This is. We talk each other off the ledge. That's and so, for sure. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's for sure. That's for I will sure. tell you because of the heaviness of what had happened before. Mm-hmm. When this happened, when the George mm-hmm. Floyd thing happened, we were just wow. like, "No, this is crazy." Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it was so much. And we were at home and so we were separated. Right. So we didn't have each other to kind of sit down and talk to each other. And my wife is from Minnesota. So it mm-hmm. happened you know, where she's from. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, there's that other thing. Part of but it let's, let's talk his about wife is like years. a badass attorney who is like the wokest woman on the planet. So I know she's Kevin was here. Defender, so I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's 40 years, 40 year anniversary coming up. Um, Emmy award winning couple here that I'm talking to. What, what's Four time Emmy award winning over here, Sean. Two times, two times. Honey, I'm two taking time. my flowers, okay? Four of them I'll back. Take my t- you got me two times. Oh, two times. <laughs> <laughs> Image award, two times, two times, two times. We, <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. We're there right. go. I know it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> well, you know, the beauty of, of, like I said earlier, I started the show Mary Hard, John Tesh, I think Bob Going, and mm-hmm. then. Then Kevin Frazier started seeing his face start dropping in periodically, you know, and then it became a regular. I didn't know if he was a regular, kind of regular, but I saw him a lot. And then I, I, I guess I got to tell you guys about entertainment tonight is so important that iconic music when it starts, da, 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 you know, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, I got to tell you, man, a lot of times you just being a representative of us. It's so just seeing you is important to my daughter, to me. Mm. And then, Michelle, when you came on for entertainment tonight to allow me to see two of you guys, attractive, voiceful, articulate, and still the show's ratings maintain status, still is a global presence. I just want to let you know that just keep doing your job because your job enables me to do my job. And that is... All we want to do is, I mean, when the George Floyd thing happened, a lot of my white friends called me and they, they said, is it really like that? I said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always said I had never heard from so many of my white friends. You, you know what I'm saying? They, they, asked me, they, they asked me, is it really like that? I said, yeah. They said, how do you do it? I said, that's just part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, you, you get up, you deal with it. And I'm not comfortable when a policeman stops me. I'm not. I said, but that's part of life. And when I see the Black Lives Matter and I see white people walking, that in, that's important to me. And that's important when I see you guys interviewing and doing your job and interviewing white people. That's important to me. This is not BET I'm seeing you guys on. Right. This is not this is not TV one. You guys own the global presence. And when you're distributing information and then I see the image this year being played out and seeing all these African-American talent being 
Talk about that reaction to the Emmys, the way it was done. It was produced uh-huh. by my man, Reginald Hudlin. Emmys black. are black this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what was interesting about it is you're, you're home and it's, it's, you know, it's Emmys that are virtual. Yeah. And so we're right. like, I don't know. And so you're sitting there and you're looking. We had a, a Zoom with everybody that we work with. Right. During the Emmys. And we're looking at Are you talking about the daytime Emmys or the prime Emmys? We want ours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we want ours. I was looking at all the people. And so as you look at all the people, you think about their families, their kids, their houses, what they are doing and and what it takes for them just to survive and how important this moment is, because this is something for everybody. So when we won our Emmy, it was like it was incredible because I felt so proud for those people, those people that never you never see. I thought it was an important moment. Yeah, I did too. And Gail King got to, um, you know, give us our Emmy. Yes. So that was that was really, really <laughs> great. But Rashawn, I think you you were also talking about, and this is important. This is a these are conversations that Kevin and I have often mm-hmm. about having to be the the most well rounded people in the building. Um, we have to be. You know, there's the saying: you got to work twice as hard oh, yeah. to be considered half as good. But we have to be so well rounded. Because you you can't just be focused on, quote unquote, the the black celebrities or the black people or whatever. Like we do. And you have to build relationships with everybody, which can be tough. It -hmm. can be tough. Like Kevin always teases me because um, people don't know a lot of times I'm I'm as country as country can be. Like Like, I grew up on country. She knows country music. Like she knows country music. Miss Turner. (laughs) <laughs> What'd you say? How country are you? Um, so I grew up on a pig farm, honey, in rural Missouri. Chitlins? Chitlins? Yeah. Y'all don't understand. Like she could probably drive a tractor better than she can drive her That's car. That's true. I um, love driving a tractor. Michelle <laughs> knows country music, so it always cracks me up when you, you walk down on the set and she'll play some old school country music yeah. on it. Yeah, and sure. she'll start, and it catches people by surprise. I love watching people's reaction when she starts singing old school country music, and they're like. But How do you know been, that George Strait? How right. do you know that George Strait? But now, oh, by the way, He Stopped Loving Her Today is one of the best songs ever. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Uh, I wish some man would love me till the day I died like that child. I listen to that See, song. now you got to quote country music. Now we're quoting country music. We're quoting, we're quoting it. Sad, sad. But the, but the thing is, it's like, um, it just goes to show you, and I think that we've been a good representation of that because Kevin's like this techie weirdo guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm this black girl who loves country music, who yeah. like, you know, and 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 hair bands like from the 80s. I love Bon Jovi, that kind of stuff. But I love, you know, I, I, I just love it all. But I think that we're a good representation of how black folks are not a monolith. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how um, I think that we've gone a long way to teach the people here that you can't judge a book by its cover, because for a lot of times you did like, oh, you would sometimes feel like my black people go into the black stories or whatever. But now right. there's much more of a broad thinking because it's like, oh, Michelle has a relationship with Trisha Yearwood because that's what yeah. she likes. Or, yeah. you know, yeah. Kevin Frazier, Melissa McCarthy, that's his girl. Like, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. things, I think you go a long way. Um, to changing stereotypes. Yes. And you know what I'm saying? And just showing people that we can do all things and we yes. can be all things. And um, it's just the same as if I was a blonde haired white woman. I mean, people can take right. to me the same way. So and 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 as advice, because I want people to hear what she's saying, we can do insecure. 
I can go see Kevin Hart. You just sat with Kevin Hart. Right. But The Crown him. is actually my favorite show. Right. But she can also <laughs> do The Crown. You know what I mean? And so you can't you can't come up in here thinking, well, I, I'm going to do what I know. No, no. Right. You're going to do what everybody knows, everything. And so you have to be well right. And that's what I wanted to say. That's why it was important that you heard me when I said I'm not watching BET. I'm not watching oh, TV on. Mm-hmm. I'm watching I- iconic individuals who are carrying us to the next century being relatable. That's the key, relatable. But we look at this industry, you know, we thought Tenet would draw people back into the movie theaters on the domestic market. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. Now the I was interviewing some people from Lionsgate. They nervous. They don't know if the movies are going to be yeah, ready in Thanksgiving, Christmas. So you guys got your ear to the ground. What are we looking at? I think television, Tyler Perry has shown us he can shoot a movie. He can shoot twenty five episodes in two weeks. Smartest man on the planet. Tyler. On, on the planet. On the planet. Smartest man. People on better the stop planet. sleeping on Tyler Perry. He is the smartest man on the planet. Smartest man. You know, it's. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Like, what I miss most. I'm a movie head. I yeah. I miss going to the movies more than anything. Like that was my. I would go Saturday morning, the very first movie. I'd be in there by myself. It just is the the best feeling ever to watch a movie on the big screen, and I miss it so much. And I, if I'm being honest, you know, I don't know what we're gonna get. I, I just. I don't know. I'd love to be optimistic, but every time I, I am, I feel like, but damn, what, but what are t- we going to get next? But I'll tell you this. I think that this time for movie makers is going to be the greatest time ever because by going video on demand, they get right. a larger cut of what they're doing. 100%. So you will see these people who are making movies and stuff like that. It's going to hurt the theaters, but it doesn't hurt them because they're the people who are making the movies are Yeah, but are the studios still green lighting these amount of movies. I mean, is a studio really going to invest 200, 300, 400 million into a blockbuster if it's not Tom Cruise or Will Smith? No doubt. But if if you are Will Smith and now you can make a movie like, for yeah. instance, the movie that he's making right now about. Um, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name. But anyway, he's making a movie right now. They just left to make a movie now. And. Netflix paid them an insane amount of money yeah. for it, an insane amount of money. So you're taking out the the kind of equation where you hope, have to hope people go to the movies. These people are paying a lot of money up front, or you can make your money on video demand, and people will sit at home. I watched Annabellum the second it hit video right. on demand. Yeah, it, it probably would have taken me a week or two to get there. To get to the movies. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, I- the interesting thing about it is that what Netflix has done for me as far as black product, is that it premieres internationally. You know, mm-hmm. when it premieres on Netflix, it's in China, it's in Europe, it's in South Africa. Which is Africa. amazing because, you know, it's, the rub in Hollywood has also always been black doesn't sell globally. Right. Thank you. All of a sudden, it's selling like crazy. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. they're like, yeah. whoa, y'all, y'all do sell. Yeah. Yeah. We Let's go that. back to Tyler Perry in January of Fall yeah. from Grace. 27 million views shocked yep. the world. And then we went into the pandemic and it opened up and the Five Bloods and all these apps. Jamie Foxx movie that just came out was incredible. Which can I just say, Delroy Lindo handed himself the Oscar. Come on, come on. Where he's cutting down the banana leaves. He handed himself the Oscar. Mm -hmm. And if he does not get it, y'all about to see me out here protesting. He better get nominated. Let's let's first Uh, say he's got to get nominated. uh, He got to get nominated. He got to get nominated. I told Delroy, I said... He's got to get nominated. He will be nominated. I mean, he got to get nominated. I'm not going to give away my votes. I I know. know, We're on the same page with Daryl Orlando. He should get an Oscar nomination. Mm -hmm. He should win an Oscar for that. Solely based on that one scene. 
Just because because they ripped him off from Malcolm X. He never got his due at Malcolm X. They owe him one for Malcolm X. Yeah, but this is not even a makeup because he's brilliant. No, I'm not saying he's brilliant. But I'm saying they still owe him one. Well, I get you. I get you. You're correct. (laughs) But he, this isn't a makeup. This isn't like the Denzel makeup. Right, right, right. Because he should have won the hurricane and then he won training day. No, this isn't a makeup. Delroy Linda, there has not been a better performance this year by a male in a movie. Yes. In a movie, right. Okay, okay. Has not I'm, been I'm, a better I'm, performance I'm on this with year by a I'm male in a movie you. than him in The Five Bloods. Well, the interesting thing about it is that Mulan, it went straight to Disney. Mm-hmm. Disney has not told us how much money they've made so far. At least I've, I've been looking. They've not told anybody how many millions they've made charging people $30. It's been rumored that if they get 10% of their... Of their um, 80 million subscribers, then they can considerably go anywhere from $300 million up. Like you said, Kevin, that's 100% profit. Um, they They're made the, they made the money because yeah, everybody China. watched it on the first week. Yeah. And the first week. <laughs> it, opened in, it finally opened in China, yeah. which is the market that they needed to open in. Right. Mulan is showing you that like, if you keep it inside your streaming service and it makes it worth it now for these streaming services to spend that kind of money, they looked at it and they said, Oh, so we can spend this kind of money, have a blockbuster, and people will pay for it. I guarantee you, very, very soon, that Marvel will start releasing everything straight to a stream. Well, I mean, Disney's going to try again with that, with yep. Soul and, yep. uh, on uh, Christmas and, Day. And by the way, Soul's going to explode. It's going to explode. I, I predict Soul will explode, and Jingle Jangle will also be amazing. But the only thing I worry about, especially with Soul, is... There are, there is a large community, a large part of the community who isn't, who doesn't have access to the internet and the streaming services that would flock to the theaters to see that movie. But I will say this, that if you remember when there was a Motown explosion, it wasn't black folks driving it. We had lived with Motown our whole well, yeah, life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you watch the big mm-hmm. chill and, and everybody's That's like, true. everybody's like, oh my God, we love, we need some Motown music. That's I'm like, true. y'all, this is what my parents was playing every weekend <laughs> right. in my house. This right. is what I've been listening to all my life. So I think that it will once again bring that music that you love so much and it'll give the kids something to watch and people will watch it over and over again. If you have a young kid as a parent, you already own Disney Plus because you're like, I can't have you sit in right. front of the TV enough right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it'll it'll go. Now, uh, Nichelle, you said that your favorite show was Crown. Okay. Yes, right now in season four, I got a sneak peek. Okay, cool. Okay. My favorite show is Yellowstone. Mm. Uh, Okay. Fantastic. Uh, Okay, good show. Fantastic. Yep. You know, you know, I'll be telling telling my black friends, come on board, come on board. This is a show. Yellowstone is like a, a western. Kevin Costner is brilliant. The really? whole cast is crazy. The season finale was a monster. I can't wait till next summer. I'm mad. I don't get a I don't get a sneak preview. And Kevin, and Rashad, I'm gonna tell you something. Kevin Costner, even though he is a superstar, I yes. still think he's underrated. Oh, I still yeah. don't yes. think people give him the love he deserves. Yeah, I agree with you. Underrated. I agree with you on there. And I know that's that crazy. Saying. Series is it, it's it's incredible to see. That's what I. I love streaming services because it provides mm-hmm. those unique level of programming yep. that we would normally get. And that is a jewel. That is a gem. Is just sitting out there to wait. So any other shows before we wrap that up, you feel a flying under the radar that people need to know about that you guys. Let me, ju- let me just say this. Let me just say this. Okay. okay. <laughs> My problem is reality television. 
Okay. And I like See, and I'm, crazy, I love, yeah. trashy reality TV. Me too. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance oh, and 90 Day the Other Way. See, I don't do that. I don't do those. I'm a housewife. 90 Day is crazy. 90 Day is crazy. Oh my God, it's the greatest show on the planet. I, I can't get a, I, I mean, I can sit down and they'll get me caught in a, a loop. And then I host uh, Married at First Sight all the right? you wow. Because I love that show. I mean, I can't, I, I just, it's the whole experiment of it all. I can't get enough. But I think that if, if I had to say a scripted series that I love the most, it's insecure because that's the neighborhood oh, yeah. I live in. So oh. it's the area where I live. Yeah, but Issa Rae, she's a friggin' genius. genius. She's a girl, genius. And girl. it's just. She knows it. Yeah, she does. She and what she does, though, it just, it does me off because she knows just how much to give us and then yes. she taketh away. It's and we're yes. sitting here like. Killing me. Killing me. Yeah. This Killing last me. season was brilliant. This last right, season like, was brilliant. Like, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, insecure is like one and the crown may be one a for me right now. I mean, and because this season of the crown is Charles and Diana and all that drama. It <laughs> just, wow. I can't, I can't wait for it. I it's, can't, I'm sorry. I'm excited about it. I, I love saw the it crown. early and it, I, uh, it's, I can't wait for the crown. It's just, it's so amazing. Um, there was a show FX on Hulu did the show, Mrs. America that you can go find on streaming. That awesome. is great. Shot in Atlanta. Shot bananas in Atlanta. good. Bananas good. And it's all about the women's liberation movement and all the power players within that movement. It, I mean, it blew me away and I came to the party late. Um, I came to Watchmen late, yeah, because but I forgot been, about Shirley Chisholm. That's yeah, what I happened. Mean, people yes. forgot about Shirley Chisholm and Watchmen. I mean, Regina. Regina is, you talk about Regina, Kevin Costner. Can we say Yahya Abdul-Mateen? <laughs> so I apologize. Regina is incredible. <laughs> but I want to say this. And the other thing that I have been telling everybody to watch is uh-huh. go back and watch Reconstruction. Um, it is a PBS oh, special. Oh, four parts. Yes, I, I did. And you need to understand what happened in the United States. Yeah. Because it, as we look at this moment right now, a lot of yes. people don't understand that there was an opportunity to make this right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that we as a nation said no and instead went down a very different course. A dark path. led us to Jim Crow and segregation. Instead mm-hmm. of going down a, a course where we could have shared power and there was shared power for a couple of years and then everything went away. So I think everybody needs to see Reconstruction so they can understand what they took yeah. from people. And you can watch that PBS documentary. It's re- I just recently watched it like a couple months ago. It's so, so very good. But I'm a, like, I'm a cooking show person. Oh my gosh. She and can so, cook. Michelle, so, hold on, let me just say this on. I want to say this right now. That <laughs> he God. just offered to give me money to cook for him <laughs> yeah. every day. I have her cook. I, I just said, Nichelle, will you cook every day and bring in the food and I'll just eat it here. Her gumbo and her etouffee is off the chain. She can make keto healthy candy and desserts. I do. I'm do just that. saying, she I different. Do do that. She but, what, different. but here's what I was gonna <laughs> say. What I was gonna talk about is <laughs> the best show on television. Well, it's on streaming right now, but is The Great British Bake Off. It's, it's on Netflix and it is the best show. On television. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Chef's Table. Yes. Oh, good. Incredible. Yeah. That Rodney Scott interview and Tootsie interview off the chain. Oh, so, Tootsie. Can I Tootsie. go? Can I go find? I just want to sit at Tootsie's table and eat <laughs> you and like, please, Tootsie, please. Yeah. 
please. <laughs> hey, team, it's been 30 minutes and we still talk. Has it been so, 30 minutes? It's been 30 minutes. And I, I, and the, 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 the great part about this whole relationship, we could continue talking. Yes. But I, I, I got to let y'all go. Rashawn, it's always a pleasure. And by the way, I know what you and Stephen A are doing. Y'all are doing big things behind the scenes. Well, People I'm don't know, to, but there's I'm stuff coming. coming. There's it's stuff coming. coming. It's coming. And I'm glad yeah. you recognize that. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't know. Recognize yeah, I, know what's, I know what's happening behind the scenes. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what y'all are doing. Well, you know, if, just a side note, man. Um, my life is in a, such an amazing place. And uh, I've just purchased a building in Atlanta and just, uh, you know, it's my staff. And just to be able to talk to you guys and just talk about life and, and, and from a black perspective on a major in, environment like Entertainment Tonight, which is iconic. I'm just telling you, when I sincerely say this, I'm proud of you guys. And you. you guys make a huge well, difference. I received that. Because I, black America. I, and I, I shouldn't know, be here right now, and, you know. And I see why. Because like you, you guys have a versatile palette of how you receive information, how you live your life. So when I see you talking to different people, it's not even out of the norm. Because you guys consume information. Crown, outrageous reality shows. Then, he, then I bring up Yellowstone. You know about that. Then I know about the chef table. You know about that. I've not bring up, brought up anything you didn't know about. <laughs> well, it is that our business. You know, I tell everybody, though, I treat entertainment because we are journalists. I treat entertainment news like a beat. It doesn't matter if we're talking about, you know, um, Azerbaijan, if we're talking about, um, you know, Kim Kardashian, if we're talking whatever, whatever it is like that is your beat. So I treat it like politics, sports, whatever. Like you get up every day. I read all of the trades. Y'all don't understand. I consume all of the information. I, you, I treat it like a beat. <laughs> I, I will walk in and she'll break some stuff down to me and I'll be like, what? I mean, yeah. like, break it down. Like she'll be like, well, well, well I'm, I'm a nut like that, too. And so yeah, you guys have you not. Have to. And I, and I interview a lot of people. And so you guys are what you do. You're experts at what you do. You're beautiful people. And guess what? My goal now is to be interviewed on entertainment tonight. Come on. With all this stuff we're about to drop in the fourth quarter. Come on, man. There's Kevin. some stuff happening with them that could be game changing. Come on, man. I know about it. I know about it. <laughs> you guys be safe. Thank you for coming on my show. Right. Thanks, Rashawn. Thanks, we man. Love Bye-bye. both of you guys. And keep representing. We appreciate you. All right. Can't wait to see what y'all do.